to the Game Central podcast episode 97, isn't it, Dave? You're not here. Right, get ready. Hello and welcome to the Game Central podcast episode 97. Is it episode 97, Gareth? Do people still count? It's actually episode 120. But no way. Yeah. No way. No way. That's really beautiful, Dave, as we've done that. Uh, this week, Dave's not here because... I've got a wedding to plan, that little princess that he is. Every boy dreams of his wedding when he's at school, doesn't he? In his wedding dress and stuff like that. So he won't be with us because he's getting married tomorrow. Yeah, so, so we'll probably never see him again. It's just me and you then, Rob, yeah? No, it's not just me and you. Oh. Donald Trump has come into power. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot that's happened since you and Don had your little falling out. Um, you haven't spoken since, but now, with Destiny 2 on the horizon and the beta having just been announced, Don feels that he's now brave enough to come along and talk about Destiny 2, isn't it, Don? Hello. Hi, Don. Yeah. Hi. So, you've got something else to talk to other than, Dest- other than Destiny? <sighs> we have to wait until we get to what have we been playing? This oh, or whatever you call it nowadays. <coughs> yeah. And we'll see what we've been playing, won't we? You may well have been playing the uh, Destiny 2 beta. Who's to say? Well, we just so, don't know. It's unlikely, but impossible. It's unlikely. Uh, so, Gareth, uh, have you had a nice week? It's been fine, I guess. The weather's been a bit shit, but that's been yeah. fun, so, you know, standard. Don't be racist, please. Um... I've, today I went, this morning I went to London Film and Comic Con. Um, it was alright, I love those. Oh, didn't invite me, you bastard. You were at work? Yeah, fair play. Exactly. Um, so I went today. There <laughs> uh, wasn't much cosplaying going on, so I could literally focus on sort of the memorabilia and stuff that I wanted to buy. Uh, which is quite nice. No one, no one was. Uh, there was a few bums and stuff, but nothing that kind of took me off of what I was supposed to be doing there, um, which is basically looking for Walking Dead stuff. And I bought a lovely um, Leonardo figure art figure. Uh, it's very lovely. Well, you can hear more about that in my um, action figure podcast that me and Gareth will be doing uh, every week from now on, which is going to be absolutely beautiful. Um, but before we start any of that, Gareth, I think it's time that we have, for the first time in quite a while, some gossip, don't you? I mean, there's been so much happening in the world of games, I can only imagine yeah. what's coming next. Well, well, it's been taking us by surprise, because obviously we haven't had the gossip, and then the fruition of that gossip into fact. We've just been getting hit with facts, and, uh, you know, for me, I get blindsided by it. Um, but with Don, hopefully he can tell us what's coming, and when it does happen, we can feel a little bit better about it. Almost like a crystal ball, in a way. It is. But, but one that uh, works. So, one that works. So, without further ado, here is the hot goss. It. <coughs> Down at Dino's bar and grill, the drink will flow and blood will spill. And if the boys want to fight, you better let them. That you boxed in the corner, bled in Ah, 
So, what what has been going on? What is going on? What is going to be going on? What is going to be going on? Well, <clears throat> Microsoft have been having a bit of a mare with their, uh, their shop lately. Some issues, PlayStation have been out doing them at every turn. You've probably heard the last few weeks, Dave's uh, shop, I can't what he calls it. <laughs> Dave's shop. Dave's, Dave's shopping shop. Dave's shopping challenge. <laughs> Dave's shopping challenge. Channel, Microsoft, yeah, exactly. Microsoft are basically shit. PlayStation yeah. are acing it, they're knocking out the park every week. More people are picking up PlayStations. Microsoft's in a little bit of trouble. The Xbox One X didn't get the fantastic response they wanted. People, some, you know, it's a bit middling to middling to all right. Not this overwhelming like, fuck yes, this is the best thing ever response they wanted. So they're going to mix this up a bit. They're actually announcing in a week or two <coughs> next uh, no next week, beginning of August next week, that Xbox Live is going to be going free for um, the foreseeable future, probably at least for a year. Um, but they're basically going to be dropping, cutting the price right off of Xbox Live, so you're not going to have to pay for your uh, multiplayer online experiences and all the rest of it. Um, they hope to kickstart a few more, I guess, a few more people buying Xboxes, getting more people on board, and all the rest of it, because they can't compete with the shop stuff, so they're going to compete on the online thing. So that could, uh, could sway a few people over to uh, Xbox One S or Xbox One X once that comes out. <clears throat> so, um, you know... Hopefully PlayStation doesn't do anything completely stupid uh, with their, so, uh, their <laughs> service to, uh, <laughs> to, to ruin that. Um, what else is going on? Nintendo, obviously, um, they announced their lovely looking mini SNES, which I, of course, pre-ordered straight away. Oh, yes. Bang, it's in the bag. It's going to be on my doorstep in September. Literally. Literally on my doorstep. It's so small you can fit it in the palm of your hand, which seems ridiculous because it's smaller than the controller. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, That's the future, Fox, Don. I said to someone it is, the, the other future day, is, is smaller consoles. Yeah, but do you think one day we'll get like an Xbox One that's that small that's able to play like twelve of the best games? <laughs> Probably. It will just amazing. be your phone. You'll just basically download a bit of software to whatever phone is in the future, and it will be the Xbox One software you on go. your phone, and that'll be it. It'll be that's gossip in itself, isn't it? That is in itself, but yeah. Star Fox 2, obviously a surprise announcement for that SNES, little mini SNES. Everyone's gone, that's that's amazing. Um, Hang on, how has this gone from gossip to just news? Because, the, shut your face. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> they've actually finished the game, thank Christ, because it wasn't oh, properly yeah. finished before. Yeah. They finished polishing it off. And the actual news is they're actually, it's not just going to be a mini SNES exclusive, it's actually going to come to the Switch virtual store, uh, probably at Christmas. So you can all play, you can all play a really old looking vector graphic 3D game that runs at about 12 to 15 frames per second. <clears throat> and it's really annoying to play because of that. Well, so there's well a done, everybody. Been released, isn't there? Yeah, because shit. Yeah. And they couldn't go to run properly, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thank you for that, Don. You're welcome. So, when it does get released on the uh, on the old Switch, we won't be met yeah. with mass confusion and panic because you've <clears> already <throat> softened the blow. People know it's coming to the virtual store. It's not going to be that exciting. People are going to know it's coming. About £8 uh, is it going to be? No, it's, it's probably going to hit around the 15, you know, 15 quid mark. 15 quid? 
Yeah, so it's, it's not been released before in that format. You can only get it on the, the new Mini SNES. You know what they're like with pricing. They keep saying? it out of everyone's hands. What, they're the like Japanese? the Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying. You and Nintendo Gareth, are yeah. a bit yakuza like when it comes to flogging stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. Cut That's your hands off if you try and sell it anywhere else. Like, yeah. Them prices. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Dom. That was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, Gareth? Was, was you was that agreeable with you? Yeah, I, I just uh, don't think anyone's going to be playing Star Fox Two because they'll all be playing Skyrim on their switches <laughs> when it comes out finally. <laughs> yeah, when is that coming out? Probably Christmas at this point. Yeah. Christmas, fucking hell! It's going to come with a little snow expansion pack for the Switch, just so it's permanently snowing. It's permanently Game of Thrones expansion pack. Yeah, and I bet it's going to have uh, fog. To block out that draw distance. <laughs> well, we're not here to talk about the Switch, and we're not here to talk oh. about Skyrim. What we are here to talk about is the news. Apparently, someone's discovered a patent for a N64 Mini controller in the same style as the SNES Mini and NES Mini controllers. Oh dear, here they go. I want a Mega Drive Mini. But instead, they're releasing shitty games on the... What's it called? On the iPad. They don't even work properly. That's just typical Sega, though, isn't it? It's like, how can we do what Nintendo are doing, uh, but just do a shittier version? <laughs> Kid the, N64 one, the N64 pad, you can't really miniaturise it at all. It's got to be full-size. Because yeah. it's just not... You can't. You just can't fucking use it. Otherwise, it's just going to be too awkward, I think. Have you tried? I can try getting bigger hands and using a normal one. That would no. achieve the same goal. Yeah, I know, but obviously I don't think they're going to come with adaptable hands. And as Gareth says, the Japanese have got small hands. Wait, whoa, whoa, when did I say that? Podcast 27. <laughs> An anatomical fact, really, they are small and they're not very good at handing alcohol because they've not developed the gene to break it down. Oh! Um, I also remember the Xbox Duke pad. They're all complaining about that. <laughs> yeah. And it had to be shrunk down for them. Bless them. But So maybe this will be when they can actually play the N64 when it's shrunk down. <laughs> maybe they couldn't play it originally. Uh, but Gareth, tell us a little bit about this. What what would be your the game you'd want to see on the Nintendo 64 Mini? Um, It's tough. See, will it come with four pads? Because it has to, right? It's the whole reason it will the come with four exists. pads, yeah. That's why they're shrunk. So, so there's got to be Lilac Wars. Uh, yep. There's got to be Mario 64. Oh, got to be Ocarina yeah. of Time. In my opinion, there's got to be uh, Majora's Mask, my favourite game of all time. So that's four. Probably um, the Master Editions of those games as well. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah. Golden Eyes a, a bit of a mess because the Bond license is owned by a different yeah. company and shit. Well, that will that will be good for retro purposes, but GoldenEye hasn't aged well at all. Nah, a lot of the games on that console have not aged well. That's what we're saying, and it's the, the whole. Problem, uh, it's the graphical style as well, isn't it? It's very uh, blocky. Very, what's the word? I know Shit. the word. Bad. <laughs> not pixelated because they use a different polygons. Sort of- Polygons, that's it. Hmm. And if, if Mario is made of like six polygons. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks <laughs> real. 
Although there are some games so, that aren't that style, like Mischief Makers, which is made by Treasure. Yeah. It's fucking awesome looking, because it's like side-on side sprites. And you, you, the mechanic in that game is you shake things, but somehow it's not poo. Mischief Makers is awesome. <laughs> well, well be. the thing is, it's like, that was kind of the dawn of 3D when we started to see 3D, and 3D's moved on a lot since then. So you can have your Nintendo minis and your SNES <laughs> minis, um, because it's that kind of classic gameplay, and they never really suffer from it. But yeah, I do think don't age really. No, but I do think with N sixty four games, you're going to see a lot of aging, um, and that's probably why. But you know, for someone who wants to collect those, uh, the mini consoles, it's obviously the next step, isn't it? I I think though, like people will find themselves surprised with how like precise a game like Mario 64 still plays. Like, the controls are just so tight and so good. It's, yeah. like, kind of crazy. So they hit the nail on the head. I, I, I don't have any fondness for a SNES because it came out sort of bef- just before the time I could afford a console. So the N64 was my first proper console. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> so that's uh, that's the one I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm concerned about the mini SNES. I don't know how it was like on the on the mini NES because I never really saw the, any play on it. Is whether they've actually what they're going to do about frame rates and stuff like that? Because if you go back and plug your original NES in now, playing something um, like Star Fox, it, it is literally like 12 frames per second, and it makes it impossible to play because you're just so used to everything running properly. Yeah. So I'm hoping they've actually sorted that out to be an actual proper frame rate with all the games. Otherwise. Uh, well, it ain't going to be much fun. People ask. plug it in and go, oh, yeah, I remember this, but it, it's really choppy and shit. Yeah. Jesus, the responsiveness as a result is terrible. And like, how did I ever play this? And that'll be it. It'll be switched off within 20 minutes and it'll sit on the shelf for the rest of the time. Don, would you buy a mini Destiny? <laughs> <laughs> if it was just Destiny. Dest mini. Yeah, Dest oh, mini. oh. Oh, God. He would buy it, wouldn't he? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably would. Yeah, go on. Uh, so, uh, Gareth, what's the next news story, please? Uh, the next news story is that Telltale have announced uh, the return of The Wolf Among Us, The Walking Dead, and Batman Adventure Games. Oh, yeah. they're all going to be the same, aren't they? Except for <laughs> different people. One day they're going to get it mixed up, what they're actually supposed to be doing, and you'll get a Walking Dead character appearing in The Wolf Among Us. I really just... like The Wolf Among Us. It likes you too, and you oh. look a bit like him. Well, thank you. Big B Wolf. Yep. Oh, that's a very clever name. Thank you. But The Wolf Among Us was generally well-received, and it's probably out there as one of the favourites of the, the uh, Telltale game series, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, the problem is they've just been churning out games so regularly mm-hmm. that you they all kind of blend together. It doesn't matter how good a new Telltale game is, because it blends with the last yeah. one. And it's, it's, it's like, kind of boring, to be honest. I got a bit bored. I played the first I was, one. And then I was playing Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Did you win? And it felt... <laughs> it felt like, Gareth, I'm not <laughs> being rude, it? but it felt like I was just playing... It was the same sort of choices as The Walking Dead and the same sort of action sequences, just reskinned, uh, exactly. And that was the problem. Yeah, their engine is really not cutting it anymore. No, it's a bit creaky as well, and it sometimes slows down or skips a few frames and judders and judders along. So, like you say, it's not the best. No. But 
they know what they're doing and they're the only people that can really offer that kind of game. And they can, I suppose the process development cycle is quite quick as well. Yeah, massively. So, yeah. So the reason they can make a Marvel game and a Walking Dead game and a Batman game and whatever the fuck else game in like a month. (laughs) Yeah, literally a month. Next story. Gareth, I don't know what you're waiting around for. The timing's all... You're the one with the news. Fucked up. Well, you can edit it, can't you? Yeah, I can. Um... First ever Pokemon Go Fest, plagued by bugs. Uh, fans, fans chant, we can't play at the host and throw bottles on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the video of this? No. It's it so like, good. Is it sad? Is it like when Cleopatra or whatever got bottled at Reading. Whatever they were called. <laughs> it's not quite that. Daphne Where are you Celeste. going back? <laughs> when was this done? Was it, was it, no, was it Daphne and Celeste? They went to like Download Festival or something as a joke. Went on stage and just got bowled off within about 20 seconds. That was 50 so. Cent, wasn't it? No, no it, was two, it was the two girls in like Daphne and Celeste or whatever they were called. They just got absolutely wrecked. Oh, well, I'm anyway. going to uh, 50 Cent as well. Not because he's black, but because he was hip, hip-hop. <laughs> so, so basically the problem was they had a huge Pokemon Go festival... And like thousands of people turned up and they were trying to push out a new update in sync with this festival and the update was broken. So it meant nobody (laughs) there could play Pokemon Go. Yeah. Uh, What's the new update supposed to do? It adds like legendary Pokemon and stuff. So everyone was well excited. Like, oh, I'm going to get to catch a whatever the fuck it's going to be. And then at the event, there's like this host woman who she she's doing her best to completely ignore the fact that people are just shouting insults at her from the crowd yeah like she's the one that programs it yeah and she's like trying to be excited that they're announcing like articuno is a legendary pokemon and she's going like oh my god guys they just handed me the card i can't believe it i've just read what the next legendary pokemon is and oh my god i'm so excited and then bottles just like coming on the stage yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's it's really fucking cringy but in a good way well, you know, you can't call something like that and then just have that happen. That's like the one thing you don't want to happen. And to have it happen is is fucking a nightmare. But I don't really hear of anyone playing Pokemon Go anymore. Nah. Uh, it was all the rage this time last year, wasn't it? People going out and... Wasn't someone lured to a park and raped? Yeah, me. In your fantasy land, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I just think, I, I just, in my mind, I've got this vision of, <laughs> of someone hacking it. No, someone <laughs> hacked the, 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 the uh, Suttons showed that there was, like, uh, some legendary Pokemon in a local park. Ooh, ooh, a rape you just spawned in the park. <laughs> no, but rape, let's be honest, rape isn't funny. So Not for half of the distance, no. No. So, let's just... Let's just move on. Okay. Uh, Xbox One X pre-orders <laughs> beginning soon. It's going to be about 450 quid to pre-order. I do want to get one, though. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? Why? Um, because, I don't know, because <laughs> that, that, the problem the is I left the PlayStation Pro. I was like, I don't want that because I'm going to look at the next Xbox. And it's like, um, I don't know. 
I think I'm just getting bored with games. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want it. Because it's like you get so bored, you just want to do something, anything, to just make you feel better about yourself. Like you're actually <laughs> invested in gaming. That's why. And I think that Xbox One X, that fills that gap. That's like... What a, yeah. Th- that's like the new strain of crack when you're too used to the old strain. Yeah, yeah that's basically Benefit. what it is. I just Benefit. need to feel that I've got something new. Because the games aren't doing it at the moment. Buy a second-hand just... Wii U. Well, that's what I was going to do the other day, but it's still at like £110. Worth it. Mario Kart 8 is awesome. Zelda is awesome-ish. Well, it's, it's middling. <laughs> There's these people that go around with a Switch and they play those games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Yeah. I still haven't yeah. taken my Switch on a bus or anything. I wouldn't risk it. Who the hell would risk that? In Manchester. Yes. And you look like a victim, Gareth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, I mean that in a nice way. Oh, okay. Well, now you've said that, everything's fine. I'm a nice victim. Yeah, a nice victim. You look like a nice boy. (laughs) They're the ones that get get attacked. Well, it's because he looks like a girl from behind. (laughs) You keep telling front. yourself that, Don. It doesn't jump. make it any easier, does it? <laughs> uh, uh, did you know but, that uh, KFC yeah. uh, are releasing a, a box with chicken in it that doubles as a controller? To control what? Chicken? To control computer games. This sounds like one of Don's hot gossips back in the day. <laughs> Uh, the Gamers Box 2.0, which, yeah. where was the first one, is a chicken sandwich box with half a controller mounted on either side. Um, it features a mount in the lid where you put your phone, and then it pairs via Bluetooth. I don't... And you get that every time you get a chicken meal? Um, no. I don't No. Sounds, sure. sounds great if you want a really greasy phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was posted on KFC India. There, oh, here we go. So it's not going to like be available there. widely. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying it's it's not for uh, for us Westerners. It's for for Indians. No, that's that is strange though because I still don't. Un- you said it, and I still don't understand it. So, like, imagine a a box big enough to have a chicken sandwich in it. So it's basically like uh, a Nintendo Switch, <laughs> basically. Yeah, kind of, but with your mobile phone and, in it. And the top Nintendo of it chip. is like the screen, and the sides are like the whatever they fucking call them—the wonk, the joy chunks. The that's what? it. You just say the, the wonka chunk. <laughs> I don't even know. I think that's one of Roald Dahl's books, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. No, but yeah, that's what I'm getting from it, and that's quite. That would seem to be quite expensive. Uh, well, I think it's like a, they're doing like a giveaway form. It's not like, oh, can I <laughs> can I order the fucking gamers box and a side of coleslaw? It's not like that. Oh, I see. Oh, would you like the word screen television with that, sir? Maybe in <laughs> India, like they give away really expensive gifts with every meal. It's not like the Happy Meals we get over here. Bloody shit! <laughs> Everyone always no, thinks the Happy Meal toys when they were kids were the good ones. No, but because they genuinely were. They actually doubled up as toys. 
now they're just useless pieces of tat. I still remember, like, um, Pocahontas, John Smith. He had a removable armour. I had so much fun with that. And the Batman, the animated series, Batman came with a removable cloak. This is where your obsession with figures started. It is. Wow. And um, history. my obsession with figures is a lot more (laughs) dark-rooted than that. But yeah, um, yeah I've seen they, your figures. The Chun Li yeah. with the realistic vagina is something else. No, that was something I wanted to get, not something that's actually in my possession. Oh, okay. So it's not bad. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying to you is, yes, there are erotic action figures out there, but you've got like my level of people. So we're like the cool guys. We've got girlfriends and stuff and homes, and then you've got sort of the weird guys that collect action man and things like that and then you've got these weird weird guys that collect like hentai statues they're the ones to look out for they're normally covered in like a thin layer of grease what what does a hentai statue typically look like a schoolgirl mm-hmm. um with big breasts I'll take some pictures for you I'm going back no. there tomorrow no, with no. the kids <laughs> And I'll show you some of this shit, man. Hold like, this up to the camera bro. for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Bless your heart. But what I'm saying, Gareth, is there is this weird subculture of people that collect weird <laughs> toys. And you're like, I don't even know what you're going to do with that. And there were these, there was this this talk going on from these girls. I think they must have owned their own YouTube channel or something. Mm. Uh, and it was in an area where everyone was sitting down. And they've all got their schoolgirl uniforms on. And I'm looking in the audience, and there's about seven older men with masks on, just watching them. No one else, just like seven men. And they're all taking questions and answers for them, and it just felt weird. Um, but I did see Glenn from The Walking Dead. He was there. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of a big name. And Holdor. Well, yeah, what else is he going to be doing now? Oh, was um, he was he at the front letting people in? <laughs> <laughs> he was, and then there was uh, the midget from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The midget, uh, uh, you know the little Asian lad. What? Oh, from the newer one. Yeah, from the newer one. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. He was there. Dean Kane was there, who played Superman in the <laughs> in the series. <laughs> He's uh, done just, nothing. The the uh, the governor was there as well. That guy, just a real real sort of weird bunch of people. A who's together. who of people who aren't on television anymore? Yeah, they should all get together and make like a a new series. Think about that. Okay. They don't, do they? No, they must hate money. Yeah. yeah, and they could all play the parts of where they were killed. So Holder and Glenn could meet up in the in the afterlife. <laughs> The mental show that I would well and watch. then Glenn could contact uh, Daryl and that and talk about the White Walkers and things like that and then they could team up with Jon Snow and fuck shit up man okay next news right? story that's like some dirty fan fiction I did that before didn't I well that the fan fiction you read a few episodes ago was much dirtier than that I can make a Walking Dead one okay wait did you write uh, the one from the other day yeah. Oh, I thought you just Google searched 
Erotic Gears of War fan fiction. Oh no, I didn't write that one. Oh, okay. that, that is actually Erotic Gears of War fan fiction. You need to watch out for those people. They're even worse than the ones that collect hentai statues. Okay. Next what? news story. Sony increases price of PlayStation PS Plus service. Oh, Don's what? just going to give you some smart answer. <laughs> Go on, because he gave it to me straight away as well. What? Why? And after Microsoft are about to just absolutely <laughs> cross them by putting their online servers out for free. What have they done? They've really kicked themselves in the fucking balls here. What a shame. £10 extra a year. Fuck me. That's it's not that much. Stupid. Well, it puts it up to 50 quid, the official price, 49.99, which seems like bullshit to me. When they've got, what, 40 million plus players playing shed loads of money, they, uh, you know, traditionally <clears throat> economics means the more people doing something, the cheaper it can become. So what do they think they're doing? Yeah, but has it gone up in Japan? No idea. Or is it just us? Um... Uh, it's us and Europe, I know at least. Yeah, oh, and they probably get it for free, don't they? Who? The, the Japanese. Japanese. Uh, we're talking like about it. Just Europe. Yeah, because mm. all Brexit okay, making okay. everything a bit more expensive. Well, Gareth, yeah. maybe you shouldn't have voted out. Control. I didn't vote out. <laughs> Look at Don. You're you're tentatively like, oh, I didn't vote out. No one judged me. And Don's like, yeah, take back control. Let's go. <laughs> So those are where our priorities lie here on the Game Central podcast. Oh, I didn't realise you still get free games with PS Plus. Yeah, that's you get. Yeah, we had what was it this week? Uh, Game of Thrones uh, and Until Dawn. Those are good games. And Until Dawn, yeah. Until Dawn, I've yet to play, but yeah. And next month is Just Cause Three, which is fantastic yeah. fun. So that's yeah, cool. I nearly bought that in a sale a few months back just for the shits and giggles. But uh, now you're glad you haven't. Now it's free. Boom. Oh yes. <clears throat> All right, oh, so yes. our final news story for the week is uh, BBC Three is broadcasting live esports for the next six weekends. Oh, God. Uh, well, they might as well because nobody watches fucking BBC Three anymore. Yeah. So they might as well put something else on that. And they've got the most fucking horrendous presenters ever. And <laughs> whenever I look at BBC Three and there's something to do with games, I'm like, I'm not watching that. It's just some fucking dirty students. Should we, should we present instead? So we just do their job for them? We could. Hi, yo, I'm Rob from the Game Central podcast. What up? Because I can talk to the kids and I know what they, they like. True. I'll be like, yo, 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 man. Yo, what's ha- what's happening at the, the game event? And then someone will tell me and I'll interview people. Yeah. I think gaming coverage has got to be a little bit more irreverent. I think we take ourselves far too serious. That is the I common problem. It... Anytime any major TV network tries to do something gaming... It's yeah. always, like, way too hyper-serious. As if we have to justify why we like it as adults. Yeah, exactly. When we should just... We should fucking love the stupidity that it brings. Yeah. Yeah? Wind them up. Wind up these eSports characters, because I think they're so important, aren't they? Do they? Yeah, a lot of them do. And they've got, like, a hat with their name on it. Oh, sorry, <laughs> you've made it, haven't you? <laughs> and then they've got like their idols that's more the Korean market though isn't it you're like a little fangirl for those guys aren't you uh, back in the day I used to watch a decent amount of pro Starcraft before that got really stale 
Yeah. And that's it. And, you know, there are no interesting... You, there's no one that can present gaming in an interesting way. And, you know, that would mean having to take the piss out of people that are doing it. And by doing that, you're going to piss off a lot of people as well. And you go into their little dirty squalors where they're practicing 20 hours a day. They've all got their setups and their, their custom keyboards. They go, oh, this is worth it, isn't it, guys? And that sort of stuff. But then they'd get annoyed. But so instead you've got to lick their arseholes and go, oh, you're so amazing at what you do. You're really making a difference. And then that comes across as insincere. Well, you did so say it really... quite insincerely. <laughs> and, I, and I would. Do you remember that time the guy wouldn't let me host something? I remember what that was. I can't remember. Guy? There was a shut up, Dex. There's people out there and all they're doing is beeping their horns because they can't be bothered to get out of their home, out of their car because this is a council estate. And on council estates, people can't get out of a car and just knock on someone's door. They have to do a big beep as if to announce their arrival. Well, it worked. Now we know they're there. Now we know they're there. Um, yeah, so eSports, I don't think it's ever going to be interesting because it's something like what Gareth watches is too impenetrable for the, you know, for the layman. You'll go on there and there's these shoutcasters. Fuck off. Like, did you see that one at E3? And it just come up his name and shoutcaster. And he's just going all over this trailer. And it's like, I thought it was a joke, but it wasn't. Yeah, there was some of that at the um, EA one as well, wasn't there? Like, oh, oh, look, he's going for thingy in Star Wars Battlefield. Yeah. Oh, now we got Darth Maul coming in. It's like, shut up. Yeah, we don't need that kind of commentary. And trying to find when you when you're trying to look for videos of games online, you you just sometimes want a video, but you just get people talking over it as if their opinion matters. And there's this big like pile of shit where everyone's trying to crawl to the top where their opinion's most important or valid, and just shitting over everyone else. Um, so, yeah, I think that's where gaming is at the moment. There's a lot of people in the in this industry as a whole who aren't qualified to pass judgment on anything, not even a carrot, but then they feel that, you know, that they're, they're justified in how they come across in their opinions when all they've got is a fucking YouTube account and an iPad. Doesn't, I'm sorry, but back in the day when I used to read Edge magazines, they've got really long words in there, haven't they, Don? Very long words. Very long words. Too long. But yeah, you know, those people have been to university and they, they fucking studied journalism and stuff like that. It doesn't make mm -hmm. them right. But, you know, you see these magazines and game trailers and places like that closing down because people would rather watch PewDiePie screaming. You realise this podcast, none of us have, like, journalism degree. You're literally in, yeah. implying that no one should listen to us. Yeah, but we don't... No, but you can take it or leave it. We don't come across as, like, our opinion is the Bible on a particular subject. Whereas I think a lot of not? people are like that. No, we offer opinions. We don't say that. You know, we all know Destiny's shit. <laughs> but Don likes it. And that's cool. So we're like, we're not like, Don, you're so sad playing Destiny all the time. Why don't you play a new game? Why don't you play a better game? Don doesn't like The Last of Us. You know, but that's because he's probably, he can't understand it because it's a bit, you know, a bit more complex. <laughs> and there's things going on and there's a greater story going on, you know. And so, but that's not, we never insult anyone. <laughs> it's just, it's just facts. 
<laughs> and I think that's the problem. Everyone's got to have their word. And I'm not going to listen. One of my problems is maybe yeah, I am a bit arrogant. I've been playing games for like 28 odd years. And when I hear some snotty 20 year old on BBC Three going, I don't want to listen to them. Because in my mind, they're not qualified to present it. Thank you. I'd rather have Zoe Ball present it. Whatever happened to Zoe Ball? Didn't the she? Boyfriend, split... The boyfriend died. What, Fat Boy Slim? <laughs> no, they got divorced oh, eventually. Yeah. Uh, and then she was seeing someone else, and then like two months ago, he, he died of something. Oh God! He died of something. I don't know why I wasn't there. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't fucking shoot him. Whoa, there, whoa! Who said it was a shooting? Whoa! Oh. That's weird. Mm. You right, Don? What? Is Sarah Riley that he likes? He would kill anyone. Rachel Rachel, Rachel. Rachel Riley. That's the one. What's she up to now, Don? Ah, uh, she's my boo. We do oh, love yes. Rachel. Little Rachel Roo. Yeah, but there you go, Gareth. Um, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. I I think so. Yeah, I just it's it's a sad to... state when some of my favourite magazines have gone out of print, and yet PewDiePie gets. Even if you look at IGN and stuff like that, they get a pitiful amount of views. Even Gamespot and things like that, they get like sixty thousand views on a review, whereas PewDiePie is screaming. That <laughs> game gets like five, six million, and you just think, like, gaming journalism is going out the window. Did we ever hear back from Games TM back in the day? We did, um, but I don't think we were in. The, I don't know what was going on at the time. Something must have gone on in one of our lives because they wanted us to do a pilot, didn't they? It is. Yeah. I don't mean like have sex with a, a, a guy that flies. <laughs> I mean just do like a one-off show and uh, send it to them see how it was well, but sure I think that's when I was a bit more persistent and I used to network when you used to care yeah <laughs> but I still care in a way <laughs> <laughs> oh when we used to get guests and stuff yeah you know you know what it's like, Gareth. We used to bloody have a. Do, you can't even bother to get a fucking news. You can shut up. <laughs> That's literally just copying and pasting something. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, okay. So let's all no admit that we've let let it slip a bit. The guts hanging out. We've let ourselves go. You know. That's it. We're in our we're in our centenary fucking years now. We're not even talking about games. We're just we're just reminiscing about where we failed. That's how bad it's got. We're just meeting up to talk about what we could have done better. This isn't a podcast. This is just us reviewing ourselves now. <laughs> See, this is what's happened. Because you know we're talking about games. We're a hundred and whatever episodes in. But have we ever actually had any fucking anything happen? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> we just just meet up every now and then, like people that just meet up to discuss a dead friend. <laughs> you know, right. Don's come along this time. It's nice. It's a nice change for someone else. But Don knows it's not going anywhere. No one's going to listen to this and go, "Oh, look, this is it. This is the new the new voice of gaming." Because we're not screaming. If we went on online and called ourselves like 
sort of game hashtag banter boys and then we sort of put our faces on each corner of the screen mm-hmm. and then started screaming when Don was playing the Destiny beta and like swearing and stuff and then going oh and then like Don does something we'll laugh and then people like keep watching but you know the fact is this is what we've got now and this is we, we've got to deal with it so none of us want to say that's it let's just call it a day because of all the work we put in previously, it's hard to stop something you put so much energy into in the beginning. It's kind of like being a parent, isn't it? And just admitting to your child that you failed them <laughs> when it comes to them going to university or something. Like, oh, we can't afford for you to go to no, uh, university because we didn't put the effort in when you were younger. Until the end of the week, Rob's got all philosophical and jaded. Yeah. I'm surprised at how awake you sound, Rob. Thank you very much. Well, I haven't been at work this week, have I? It's ah, a summer holiday. Oh, right? that's why. Fucking yeah, exactly. Teachers. Fucking teachers. I don't have to worry about it, mate. Oh, you don't. I don't have to worry about... I don't have to worry about work at the moment, so I can really focus on making this a quality podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had time to think of, you know, what, what's going on. I've had to write a feature, you know. Yeah, obviously I've written a feature and stuff. A new Morris Hawkins type character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all that, all that all business. kicking off, yeah. Well, you know, if people actually fucking said, oh, I really like that, that was really good, wasn't it? Yeah, and Gareth gives out an email address to a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just... Oh, just email us if you want. Oh, it doesn't matter if you want. Is anyone out there? I just feel like we're a fucking... We're a, we're a, we're a spaceship that's just been lost in some sort of galaxy, uh, and we've lost contact, and we just want the contact with human life, just to see that there's anyone out there. Mm. And every now and then, Gareth just turns on the the radio beacon to check if there's been any life forms <laughs> that have got in contact, and then you realise that you're still alone out there. Yeah, like a yeah. hundred years from now, one of our descendants will be randomly looking <laughs> on the internet and be like, "Wait, what? The- there's a fucking." 200 episodes of a podcast here with my great-great-granddad in. What the fuck? Yeah. Brilliant. That'd be good. Show the proper internet archive that was actually kept. And they'll be the Yeah, we can show our children this one day. And we can show yeah. Gareth's children, if he has any. Mm. It'd be nice. Oh, fuck, that's the point. I'm not going to be anyone's granddad because I'm not having kids. So, you can still this, be is all, this is literally granddad. You can have someone's... This is like a, D, a technological DNA. All this fucking useless data that's just going to be out there, just in the internet. No one's going to ever know. It's going to be floating out there. It's, it's not like we can, my dad can say to me, oh, look, Sam, look what I did on YouTube. This is me, you know, farting into a cup and then putting it on my wife's mouth. You know, we'll be able to say that to our children. Yeah. So it's quite interesting, isn't it? And then our Great grandchildren will be like, "Oh, granddad, show me that video again of when you did a successful bottle flip." <laughs> yeah, oh, God my granddad is the best. He done that. Oh, <laughs> oh, the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> oh, come around and look at this, kids. At what I did. Fuck. Yeah, that's quite good, isn't it? Yeah. The future's this gonna is, be terrible. It's gonna be terrible, and we're prepared yeah. for it because we're already cynical. So it doesn't matter. 
Trump is just going to get around to erasing everything the internet's ever done sooner or later anyway. He'll just decide. Yeah, I don't I like think... the internet anymore. I've decided. Everyone's mean onto me on it. Don't want it, so I've decided to can the internet. Well, I think that's the I thing, have isn't that it? power now. Because America's so dumb, one person can make every fucking decision. That's the thing. It's the problem. You put... My, my daughter, she's seven, and she watches so many YouTube videos that you put an iPad in front of her recording... And she'll know how to present a video straight away. Yeah. She'll be like, hi, guys, how's it going? It's me, Isabel. Oh, why don't you leave comments in the section and like us if you want to see more videos? Next week, I'm going to be giving away a fidget spinner. <laughs> it's just it's stuff like that. They just know. The day of the innocence of the internet is over. We should just, like you say, Don, just fucking delete everything and start again. <laughs> say, right, we fucked up the internet. It's not used for what it was supposed to be used for originally, porn. Now we're using it for fucking stupidity. And it has even, to stop. Even the porn sites don't just have porn on anymore. They've got all kinds of other fucking shit on there. There's nothing yeah. to do with porn whatsoever. Exactly. Like midget porn. That's got absolutely nothing to do with porn. <laughs> but no one wants to see that. That's my favourite porn. That's literally... I believe it's better to you. They're not midgets. They're fully fun <laughs> human beings. <laughs> well... Technically, that's what they are, unless they're dwarves. Dwarves have that the thing with the little arms, like T-Rexes. Yeah. Which do you prefer? I like to mix it up. Bit of both. Bit of both. Bit of both. But it's got to be re- one regular-sized person and a midget slash dwarf. Not just yeah. two dwarves. That's just two Absolutely people the same size. But, yeah. Might look like tonight, actually. Yeah. You're probably first thinking, I'll look up normal men with midget women. That's your yeah. first thought, but you need to reverse that and to, to really get into the, the exciting stuff. That's good. I'd like that. Yeah. And it will be there. That's the problem. It's not exciting because <laughs> you know someone's done it. You can think of it. It's, it's there. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember, like, I had an iPod, one of the first ever iPods, when they first were videos. You remember those? When they first played video? Yeah. Like the iPod, not this shuffle or anything like that, but the iPod. Or the iPhone 3, I think it was, or something like that. And they didn't have, they were unable to run Flash and stuff like that. So you can watch porn on them. Think about that. Not being able to watch porn on your phone. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Oh, and that's the news. No, that was the feature. <laughs> we just did a feature without even knowing. Hello everybody, it's me, Gareth, uh, and this week I'm going to take a minute or two uh, before telling you the music choice to tell you the reason I picked the music choice, which is because this is the game I've been playing. Um, the end, what we've been playing, kind of goes over Don's like past year of playing games, so it takes a long ass time, and I think Rob in the end just sort of forgot to ask me what I'd been playing and I'd kind of only been playing one thing so I didn't mind too much I didn't bring it up and um, we're going to talk about it now briefly so don't turn off the podcast um, as you know from last episode uh, I have an Oculus Rift now um, and I've been sort of trying out a bunch of different stuff but the main thing I want to talk about is Robo Recall which is a game made by I believe it's the guys uh, at Unreal um, for the Oculus it's a game where you shoot robots, um, but it's unbelievably well made. 
Um, you either reach down by your sides to pick up pistols, or you reach behind your back to grab shotguns or assault rifles. Um, you can throw the guns, you can grab the robots and rip their heads off, you can rip a robot's arm off and beat a different robot to death with it, you can grab a robot out of the air, shoot it a billion times, throw it into its friends, Just you can just throw them off a building if you want. Um, you just have an unbelievable amount of freedom. And it's so much fun, it's so hard. I think it's probably the probably the best thing I've played in VR, the best game anyway. And things like Rec Room are just experiences that, that they don't really register as games, but while they're still kind of amazing. Whereas Robo Recall is a fucking game. You get a score at the end, you unlock things, you level up your guns, and it's so fucking good. You, sh I advise you to go and watch on YouTube videos of people playing Robo Recall because it. It's the first game I've played um, since getting my Oculus Rift that makes me think it would be good for games, you know? Things like Rec Room where you're just sort of hanging out, talking to people, throwing frisbees back and forth, or basketballs, or chairs, or whatever the hell. Um, that's awesome for like this being a virtual reality with your hands. But Robo Recall's the first game I've played where I'm like, this could... like, future games, future Call of Duties could be this and it'll be amazing. So, I'm gonna play you the title theme from Robo Recall. Um, it's sort of 80s inspired, sort of whaley guitars. Um, it just really gets you in the mood somehow, uh, coupled with the art style of the game, which is not cartoony, it's very crisp and very nice, but there's something a little bit just sort of uh, hyper real about it, which uh, plays really well, especially with this music. So, from the soundtrack to Robo Recall, this is the title theme.
right, so what we do, we're guys, you know, we're guys, we sit at home, we're, we're cool guys, we've got a multitude of platforms, some of us have got Wii U, some of us have got Xbox Ones, PlayStation 4s, Switch, but I can guarantee you that we have every single console covered. Uh, this week, Don's been playing Destiny 2, that's why he's here, he's just been waiting in the shadows, pretending that he's microphones muffled which is going to become clear all of a sudden when he starts talking about destiny uh gareth we don't know what you've played and i played some rather terrible games or am i just suffering from overindulgence we'll soon see so don do you want to kick us off with destiny 2 beta sure rob but that's not all i've been playing you do know that right well you've been playing (laughs) destiny yeah i've been playing original destiny as well that is true (laughs) <clears throat> oh, yeah, okay. The Destiny 2 beta. Um, it's come and it's ejaculated yeah. all over us and it's gone again. Yeah. Like some bloody awful one night stand. He didn't clear up after himself and just left us a little bit. Uh, a little bit. No, oh, yeah. A little yes. bit knackered at the end of the morning. <clears throat> a little bit sweaty. Mm. Uh, yeah, so we got the first mission, the opening homecoming mission for the campaign. And we got uh, a strike and two multiplayer game modes, uh, revamped version of Control, and a new um, countdown game mode, which involves uh, arming and then defending a bomb, essentially, that will go off and kill everyone on the enemy team, unless they kill all of you and shut it down. Um, <clears throat> so, how is it? Um, good, actually. Um, it, it instantly looks better than Destiny, which you should probably expect, given that they've dumped the old uh, last-gen consoles. It's had a little polish. It's got new, uh, a lot more new. Uh, excuse me, more particle effects, more shadow effects, and stuff like that. Um, it just has a look, little nicer polish to it. Looks nice. Uh, all the characters have had a little um, change to the way they handle. All the jumps just feel it's much just smoother about the way um, everything handles now. The way the movement is controlled with your character, it just feels somehow smoother. I don't know what they've done to it, but. It just feels better, it feels even tighter than it was before, which is always good. Um, yeah. Controls are a little revamp, so um, you no longer have to neutralise anything before you cap it, and every game mode now in Crucible is 4v4. Um, the map's a little bit smaller, so game mode moves a bit faster. New weapons have got different damage types now, that, excuse me, different damage rates, which have all changed up, so the map's a bit different. Guns feel very different, uh, slightly longer time to kill, um, but because of the nature of the maps and the, the teams, you do end up getting team shot a lot more. So uh, it's a totally new dynamic, really, to the way the Crucible plays, um, which I very much enjoyed. Um, feels good. Uh, it's a nice little little soup song. Didn't give us very much. Some people were whinging that it wasn't like half the fucking game, um, so they wanted more. Mm. It's like it's a beta. It was clearly there's a lot they've they've kept behind and they've not. Um, They've not revealed yet as well, on purpose, because um, they want people to find out for themselves. Um, there's a lot more discovery going on in the new game. Patrol area's been opened up. There's a bunch more patrol things, lost sectors, adventures, quests, all kinds of stuff that's been added to the game to uh, long out the actual experience within the game once you've finished all the campaign and stuff. Um, yeah, it's, all, it's all looking pretty good. The areas are huge. Um, I think the European Dead Zone is the biggest game kind of open world area that Bungie have ever made in anything. Uh, and it's like four times bigger than the biggest one they had in Destiny. Uh, so that's nice. But yeah, overall, 
it's still Destiny. But Has it wetted you? A few more bells and whistles. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the new Destiny now. Especially the campaign. They've Obviously, they've, they've put a lot more effort into the story because that got well kicked in by people when they Destiny opened because it didn't really have one. Um, they've got 50-odd cutscenes just for the campaign, which is a lot. Um, yeah, so they seem to have properly knuckled themselves down and got on with the job. Um, and it's looking good. Looking forward to that. So that is one thing, what I have been playing last since last I was on podcast. Do you know what else I've been playing? Because I've the played last all of us. Oh my god, The Last of Us. Oh, I'm actually biting my controller just thinking about that fucking game. Wow. Who has that reaction to The Last of Us? Right, The Last of Us, I played it, what, three years ago when I first got my PS4? It came my PS4, basically. Played it, just, it was okay. Um, I got bored of it quite quickly, and then Destiny came out, like, you know, a couple of days later, and that was it. I remember that. Uh, but since, obviously, Destiny has kind of fizzled out, I've done everything, and, I've, you know, there's nothing else. Wow. I've, I've got all the stuff. I've bought the T-shirt. I literally bought the T-shirt, because there was a T-shirt you can get for completing, like, a whole oh, bunch of stuff you needed to do to complete this uh, this quest book, uh, record achievement book, which I've done, and then, literally, you get to get a T-shirt, which I have, and it's nice. It's got my gamer tag on the sleeve. It's got my gamer tag on the sleeve, like one of those shitty fucking esports wankers we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. I feel quite good about that. Good. Um, yeah, so I went back to The Last of Us because obviously I've had a bit of time to play other things. So Last of Us, I thought, you know, I should go back and play it in. Put it in. <sighs> Fuck me. I've given it another. I played for like another two hours from where I left off last time, which I think is a fair enough crack of the whip. And yeah, after that two enough. hours, I was just just annoyed and uh, I just got no joy out of it at all I don't know how you're playing the last of us game of the year in (laughs) any fucking universe yes fucking stupid this is what the last of us is the last of us is it's the stealth mode from any game that has got stealth modes in it you um, if you get caught you die and you just reset immediately to the beginning of that stealth section and you try again if you don't figure it out, you die, you go back to the beginning of that section and you try again. Uh, yeah. And you just do that over and over again because you, as soon as you get caught by one of the clickers or you get killed by whoever, yeah, that's you what just the reset is. and you go yeah. back again. But but this resetting and going back, reset, it's, there's, it's, it's just irritating and you get, oh, oh my God. And the whole thing of, you know, I mean, oh, did anyone not know that Ellie was, you know, the, oh my god, I just the story. I mean, the acting in it seems fair enough. The script, I'll give it that. What I saw yeah, of that was very well done. That was all good. Uh, just the, the gameplay, the atmosphere was, uh, yeah, fair enough. It's all right, guess. But just the gameplay itself, the core, the central bit of actually playing the game, I just found yeah. it tedious and repetitive and annoying and just. Oh my god, just... Ugh. So, your your idea of a fair crack of the whip, just so we establish this here, is three hours of a game three years ago, and then picking it back up again two and a half years later, and playing yep. for two hours. Yeah, if, if a game cannot get me... gets me that angry after two hours, and just I get annoyed by the fact this is just not fun for two straight hours, 
then yeah, you're damn right. Uh, two hours is more than enough to because go. Because they weren't expecting people to play five hours of the game over three years. Doesn't, well, I gave up the first time because it was like quite boring. It doesn't. It, it shouldn't really matter because I hadn't got much past meeting Ellie after my first go, and so that's just like the introduction, basically. So the main bit after you've met Ellie and then you're off with her and the other woman who you meet, whose name means nothing to me. Um, <laughs> Go through all those bits and, you know, going to evade in the, the police and stuff. Whatever those fucking guys are. And uh, it's just... Are you a little bit scared about it's, the world, Don? It's, no, it's just, it's just a series of... It's just a collection of, here's another zone, work out the stealth way through it. Or, if you want, you can actually just run through and dodge a load of guys, maybe shoot one or two just to kind of stagger them out of the way so you've got time to get past them, and leg it through until you're in a safe zone, in a tunnel or whatever, into the next section... So you don't really need to actually use stealth to get through all the Would sections anyway. Would you prefer anyway. it if so you, it's like, uh, you, yeah, you were with a group of people and you did the same level over and over again, uh, the same section of The Last of Us? And if, you it was, uh, it, if it was and fun to do and there was something, you felt something rewarding at the end like of it. Like a T-shirt that Joel wore with your name <laughs> on it, or your yeah. face. Literally, literally anything that felt like this game is worth progressing through uh, or that I'm actually enjoying this challenge. Any of that would have been great, but none of that exists in The Last of Us. The Last of Us, right. people like The Last of Us because of the story. They don't like it because it plays like a really good, well-played, balanced, created game. They don't play it for that. They play it because, oh, look at the story. So it's totes emotion. Oh, uh, yeah. Some, one of the main characters is going to fucking die, probably. Oh, we're going to think it's one of them, but oh, it'll probably be the other one. Oh, no. Oh, look, there's a double cross. Oh, it's look. neither of them, actually, oh. so there. Yeah, we, look, I don't want to give away spoilers to any loser who decides they still want to play this and hasn't played it. <laughs> but fuck me, don't bother. So I've also played other games which are far, far better, and I'll read them out for right. you now. Be really Zelda, what you say like now. Zelda, yeah. Breath of the Wild, Killzone Shadowfall, Soma, Far Cry what? 4, Wolfenstein, The New Order, and Wolfenstein, uh, The Old Blood, No Man's Sky, Battlefield 4, Killing Floor 2, and Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. No more. No Man's Sky is better than Last of Us. <clears throat> no, No Man's Sky is an no. absolute pile of garbage. Um, I, I, oh, God, I feel so sorry for No Man's Sky, in a way. And another way, I don't feel sorry for anyone involved in that game at all, because... Oh my god, is that a pile of hot garbage? It's it's literally just if it's. I mean, you know, it, there's five guys who made it, and you can really tell there was five guys who made it, and yeah. they were probably drunk most of the time, so they didn't. But mate, do they much, made their but... money. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's our fault though because we saw a trailer for it back in E3 2014, mm. whenever it was, and we first saw that reveal, and everyone went, "Oh my god, this! Look at the actual! Look at the way the graphics look on this! Look at the graphic! Look at the art style!" You can go into space from this thing and it's flying around and there's aliens on planets and everyone just went, ooh, like a big firework display in the sky. And that was all it took for Sony to go, yeah, people really like this game and everyone's gone yeah. fucking mental for it. We should uh, make sure it definitely, definitely happens. It's no different than Regard- it to me. It's just, it's just, it's just such it's a hollow, fun. empty game. It's, it's window dressing without even much in the window. The window itself looks nice, and then you look in the window, and there's not even anything on the shelf behind the window, never mind the shop actually Whoa. beyond that. It's, it's just it's hollow in every sense of the word. 
And uh, I just, um, that's tragic. Killzone Shadowfall, uh, it's okay if you want a shitty shooter and you've not got anything else to play. Um, you'll, get bored quite, you'll, get bored, you'll get bored of that after an hour or two yeah, as got well. Bored, just, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's no so Destiny. It ain't no Destiny, yeah. and it ain't no Destiny 2 beta either. The beta was better than fucking Shadowfall. Exactly. Soma, that is a, this is a good game. I'm about halfway through it. Um, I keep dropping it out of it as my mood takes me because you've got to be in the right mood for it. It's a slow... It's not even that slow, actually. It feels like a walk em up horror game. Um, but it's Ladies more and gentlemen, you're listening to Don's new section. <laughs> Games I missed whilst I was playing Destiny. <laughs> Carry on, sorry. It's literally that. <clears throat> um, it, it looks great for a, especially for an indie game with a small team it's really cheap if you've not picked it up in one of the PlayStation sales it's been gone it's gone for like three ninety nine or whatever for more than once so keep an eye on it uh, and it's, it's just kind of it's the story behind it there's just you can tell this, this terrible shit has gone down in this uh, underwater base and you, you kind of know very early on what has happened but coming across the the, the people and the machines and stuff and that don't know what has happened to them, and you kind of just go, oh, mate, you're just looking at them going, dude, you, you poor bastard. You absolutely poor, poor bastard. You, just, you don't even know what's happened to you, do you? And you just you feel sad for them. But it's a good game. There's, there's a, bit, a lot of tension in there. You stop getting, you're getting stalked, kind of nemesis, Resident Evil Nemesis style through some of the game as well, um, which I think is probably going to carry on for the second half of the game, which leads to the air of tension. You don't really have any weapons either, so... You can't just turn on and shoot shit to get out of trouble. You've got to use a bit of brains. Um, there's some puzzle solving in there. It's a good game. Um, definitely check that one out. Far Cry 4. Far Cry 4. Oh, God. I did the classic on this. Just Far sat Cry in the room. 3. Far Cry 3 plus. Yeah. yeah, Far Cry 3 was excellent. I didn't complete. I got three quarters way through that. And then my brother took his PC away, so I couldn't finish, uh, finish playing it. But what That's I did for that was fantastic. Um, Far Cry 4 is very much in a similar vein of that. I'm not sure if it's as fun as 3 yet. I'm not quite getting as much... It's not. I think it's the setting. The setting's just not as interesting to me as this desert island with a psycho kind of... Just some weird kind of campy dude who seems to know you are. And it's, I don't know. The story doesn't quite stack up for me as good as the previous one, but the mechanics are there. Um, and I did the thing where you just sit in the room and don't leave when he says... You know, stay here and wait till I get back. You're left on your own, and you're supposed to leave, but you don't. You just sit in the room for ten minutes, and the game he comes back and goes, "Oh, how polite of you to not leave. Let's go and see your dead mum." And he drives you out yeah. to to the the fucking crypt where your mum is, and then he goes, "Right, Nathan, can we go and fucking shoot people now?" And the game kind of ends, and then you have to start it again, which is nice. But yeah, if you played any Far Cry, Far Cry Four's probably as good as any you're going to get hold of. It's not bad at all. What is absolutely not bad but it's fucking excellent is Wolfenstein the New Order and Wolfenstein the Old Blood oh yes these I've had Wolfenstein the New Order since since I got my PS4 really I got I got like some special edition version from game for 10 quid because it's on sale whacked it in after fucking off Destiny for a few months and uh, I've just I've played through this game twice from beginning to end because it's that good picking up all the other trophies and stuff <coughs> It's just it feels so good, doesn't it? it feels so, so good. good. It's just you just you feel kind of amazing playing it, just stomping your way through, blowing the shit out of everybody. You don't care if you die and have to do the same thing more than once because it's just so satisfying to blow the crap out of all these fucking Nazis, 
getting all the headshots, changing the weapons up, dual wielding stuff. Uh, it's it's a cool little story as well. You know, takes you through several different locations. Some may be unexpected if you've not played a Wolfenstein game before, but if you have, you probably know what's going on. But it, it just feels it just feels good. That's what it is. It's old school. You're a goodie. They're clearly baddies. Just fucking murder every last one of them. Um, you played Doom yet? <clears throat> Doom, I played the I played it, like the demo of Doom. That yeah. is on my list to pick out because like, that goes back. Just it's just just a good old fashioned pickup. Just shoot yeah. everything you fucking see. There's no fuck the story. The story doesn't even matter in Wolfenstein. You can it. skip. You can skip the cutscenes if you want. It doesn't. Fuck apart from the one where you're speed. shagging the woman, don't skip that because you know. Bit of yeah. CGI sex is always interesting and hilarious. Um, so it. watch that. Watch that one. Skip the rest and just know you need to kill every motherfucker you see. Um, love it. Old Blood, more of the same really, but it does a really good job of setting up the, the backstory to the New Order. It's a short game, you can pound through it in a couple of hours, like a $10 hooker. You can just keep oh, yes. going through it again. I just went through that again. I went through it again. Again, I went through all your Blood twice, just to pick up the extra trophies and, you know, all that stuff. It's yeah. just fun. It's just fucking fun. Just do it. Can't wait for the new one. New Colossus looks amazing. I hope they haven't fucked it up. They've added a season pass, the new one, which I'm a bit worried about because they didn't have season passes for the uh, these other two. And I just don't know if the first are getting a bit greedy and they know Wolfenstein. The new one is going to be fucking popular as fuck. So, well, hopefully it will be. <clears throat> I think it was a game that kind of word of mouth. People were like, yeah, you really got to have a little look at this. Yeah, people weren't interested um, in New Order to start off with. Uh, it, it kind of became a sleeper hit after. People overlooked it because, you know, people like, oh, that's an old game. I don't really want a new, you know, an older game for my new system. Yeah. Um, but they've missed out. Um, they should definitely go back and pick it up. Again, that's it, been going it cheap. It just shows so, gameplay wins. Definitely, oh, God, every single fucking time. Fantastic. Um, also played more Battlefield 4. That's not bad either. Yeah, I tend to play a couple of levels of that and get it gets a bit tedious. So I put it down and then I'll pick up, up you know, another few days later and do another couple of levels, put it down again. Not into multiplayer really because I just can't, I haven't got time for that shit. Um, but Battlefield 4, it's a solid little shoot. If you like the other Battlefields, you'll probably like this one. Um, what else have I done? Killing Floor 2 because that was free on PSN a couple of months ago. Uh, it's shit. Just, just don't bother. It's just infuriating. Oh. It's an infuriating horde mode game. That's kind of online. Uh, just it's just irritating. Don't bother. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Metal Gear Solid Five. Another game of the year. God. After the introduction that you go through playing this game, and um, he's come back from the fucking dead and through God knows what. I just think, why is he bothering? He's been through all of this. He's somehow miraculously still alive. He's got bits of fucking metal in his face. Don't bother. Go on, just take a fucking Stay holiday. Stay at home. Fucking put your fucking feet up. Nuts. There's no need to get involved in this again. Just don't. That that's my overriding feelings about the game. It's like you, you shouldn't be involved. Just just stop. You've done enough. Go home and have a yeah. cup of tea. Put your feet up. Just I love to. Just yeah, I think he probably would if he only yeah. fucking experienced it. You know. Put it, put it, put the fucking guns down. Take off the eye patch. Give your it's eye very, a scratch. A very British thing, though, isn't it? What tea? Yeah. Quite Indian, really, and Chinese, to be honest. Yeah, but the way we do it. 
Yes, it is. Different. It is. And that. uh, that's almost what I've been playing. I've also done a bit more drive club because fuck me, that is the best driving game ever. What a game! So good. About this up the other day. I thought, yeah, I thought I haven't played this for months. Well, years, over a year probably since I last played it. I thought yeah. I want a bit of a drive. Put it on. I'm like, just look how good this looks. It looks amazing. The cars feel good. There's a billion now for free on PSN because they've basically given the whole fucking thing away now. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just, it's so nice to drive. It looks amazing. It feels great. The challenges as you're driving through the courses, <clears throat> just great. You can just, just take it up for hours. Brilliant. I love Drive Club. Yeah. It's fantastic. I, I, I would take it over Forza, and I did. <laughs> you did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like I like Forza Horizon. Um, yeah. I did not like Forza Motorsport. That bought no. it hits off me. Um, Horizon was good, but Drive Club still. No, it just hits that middle ground. It's just got yeah, it's got the balance just right, and it handles brilliant. And now the addition of bikes as well, they're a fucking bastard to fucking control. But once you get the hang of it, it's just more so stuff to enjoy. It is like riding bike, and it's just even more courses as well. Fantastic. And that's and basically why I went out of fucking business because of ah, it. Yeah, they made a There's fucking no bloody game. Shut down. Because of Gareth. Well, yeah, it was yeah. my fault. Because I was expecting a, a, a game about golf. And then yeah. Oh, do you remember that day? Back in the day. <laughs> oh, God. That was when we were younger. Hashtag classic. Yeah, that was a classic. Yeah. That, that was a top 10, top 10 <laughs> moment. That kept the podcast going for a good six to nine months. Just to think oh, how long ago Drive Club was released. Yep. It's just, I think that's the problem now. We've, we've been doing that and we, we sometimes just stop and we just sometimes think, wow. <laughs> you know, we've been doing this a while. <laughs> right, so Gareth. Yes. Sorry. Do you know what I... Sorry, have you finished yet? No. Oh, brilliant. This will be a one-sentence review of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, it's it's about the third or fourth best Zelda game. There we go, finished. Oh, can you argue that, Gareth? Um, no, I mean, that still puts it in probably like one of the best games ever made territory. But so. is it one of the best games ever made, Don? Probably. But Is it better it's proper begrudging. <laughs> proper annoyed, thing, you have to admit that. The thing is, Zelda had some serious issues that it, I, I, the, the world design and all of that business is, is great. Definitely. Oh, I, was good. I thought you were going to say that was one of the issues and I was about to go... No, that's all great. But the problem they've come across that hasn't been dealt with properly or very well is because they've opened up the entire world all in one go there's no there's no balance in the game between between your ability and the the rest and the difficulty of the game you can just be destroyed in one section and then you can literally walk through a tunnel and come out into another area that's a minute you know through a tunnel and you can just beat the shit out of everything it's the the balance just isn't just doesn't, isn't there because they've had, they've abandoned the linearity. So the open world stuff is a plus. 
the consequence of doing that in terms of game balance is a negative in my view. You've always got tools. You can always always teleport away from an enemy that's killing you. So, well, yeah, you sort but... of can push the game as far as you want to push it, and then get the fuck out of there. Well, that's that's the thing though. If you go up against something, you go, "This looks cool. This is a new thing. I want to have a go at this." But then you find you can't, and it's like, "Fuck's sake!" Now I've got to just fuck off and do something else for an hour until I can eventually probably come back here. But you probably won't come back there because the world's so big. You'll bugger off to go and do something else instead, and you won't come back to that area where you got beaten up because you'd have found something else instead. And eventually, you just completely forget that that thing was even there, and that's it. Gone. You're, you're away. Um, you know, it depends whether you like that kind of thing. I can see why people love it, but it's, it doesn't quite hit. It doesn't quite hit it properly for me. I'm afraid. <laughs> it's not terrible by any means, but I, I but I, I pick it up and I play it for a few hours at a time, and by the time I'm, I have to put it down because I'm just going. I've just I've not got any more enjoyment out of this than the last time I played it. Uh, frustrating. So I just go. Okay, I'm just going to stop because it's not going to. I'm not going to go. I'm having fun now. In another hour's time, so I put it down again. Yeah. And that's my experience of every time I picked it up. And that's what I've been playing. (laughs) What have you been playing, Rob? I've been playing with Incel. Oh, that's really tr- respectful to say that. Classic. Hashtag. Right, get get ready. Okay. Um, I want to. Uh, I, I normally like playing the battlefield games and the uh, what they what should I call it? The Call of Duties. I find mm-hmm. them their single players can be quite good. Uh, but I got Battlefield One, and that was basically like a tutorial. Uh, the the actual campaign split up into sections like flying. Um, sort of the different classes of soldier you can use. Um, and I just found it a bit off because don't say that there's a story campaign when there isn't. Yeah? All right, Gareth? Uh, I'll try. It played just fine. But, like I say, it was too obviously a tutorial. I didn't enjoy it. and I don't want to play online or have to communicate with people. <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay. Um, and I completed the the story mode in about two and a half hours. How much did it's you spend short. to do that? Twenty one pounds, so it wasn't too bad. Hmm. Um, I bought Dishonored two as well at the same time. Oh. Uh, I don't understand how people can like that game. Thank you. Me too. I hate I just, Dishonored. Yeah, I just the the the. The the AI it's good, but there's no there's no wavering room in it. They seem to just spot you. You know, you you you'll you'll think there's nothing that really discerns as to whether you're seen by them or you're not going to be seen by them. There's no sort of maybe I'm too casual, but there's no like gauges or bars or anything to show you that you're hidden. So you could think you're hidden. Uh, And then it's quite hard to tell where they are in regards to where they are on the map. So you'll stick your head up to look where everyone is and suddenly they'll all see you. Um, And there's so many different ways to complete an objective that it becomes so overwhelming that while you're looking for a way to complete your current objective, it becomes so frustrating because you're also having to, 
you don't get that luxury of being able to sort of go about your business. And the same sort of thing Don said with The Last of Us, he found annoying. I found that the same with Dishonored. You, 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 it's, it's not really trial and error because it, it doesn't really allow you to sort of improvise. Once you pick the way you want to go, you have to pretty much do it flawlessly because otherwise you're going to have to end up leaving a huge body count in your wake. And I keep trying, I keep trying uh, to see what it is. There must be a reason why it is successful, but then there must be a reason it was only £10. <laughs> so, you know, critically, people love it. But I just, I just find it really hard to get, to get into it. And there's so many books around that just give you the lore of the land and really lazy storytelling, and it just didn't grip me. Uh, I found it far too frustrating. Too much, too many things going on, too many powers, too many sort of upgrades, and you, you always wonder if you're picking the right thing. And that's what I hate in games when. You, you're not too sure if what you're doing is how you're going to progress through the game. Like it's very hard to pick your upgrades when you're not too sure what it is you're supposed to be doing anyway. So at the beginning, they ask you to spend your upgrade points on some moves. And you're like, well, I don't fucking know because I haven't even really played the game yet. So I don't know what's going to benefit me or how the game will be played out. So it's just something like that. It's... I played it for about three or four hours. I gave it a chance. But I don't like it when games are lauded and I can't get it or I don't know why. And it's probably why Don felt that frustration as well. When something's held in such high regard and you just feel like, you know, you can't comprehend it. Well, you know, just play another three hours in two can't years' access. time and then you'll have a full view you can't of the entire game. Feel what everyone else feels. <laughs> I don't know. Which which would be beautiful, um, but I got rid of those two games and I picked up Bulletstorm uh, full clip edition, which I think Bulletstorm when it was first released was a criminally underlooked game. A breath of fresh air really when I played it. it. Yeah, and it's still re- it still is now to be honest. Like that sort of system hasn't really been copied, uh, sort of the kill points and stuff like that. Um, so it still feels relatively. Fresh. It's very Gears of Warsy, like looking. Yeah. Obviously, as you'll understand on the Unreal, it's almost as if it's set in the same uh, universe. And I like the way that the main character is voiced by the guy that did Wolverine in the original X Men cartoons. Oh, that, that was a real thrill for me. Yeah. But if you listen to it again, you'll be like, yeah, mm, that's good. Yeah. Like, do you remember my other fact that that guy that played Vass in Far Cry 3 is actually in Better Call Saul? Yes. That was my other fact. He's also yeah. in the new Spider-Man. He is in... I went and watched the new Spider-Man, actually. I thought it was all right, to be honest. Oh, good. It is. <laughs> but everything's just all right now, isn't it? They think everything's yeah. all right. Yeah, that's the problem yeah. with it. It was just all right. Like, yeah, okay. It's all right. I want to go to something that makes me think, fuck, wow. Like the first time I saw the raid. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen Get Out? No, because that's racist, Don. I, mean, I don't, I don't promote that sort of shit. <laughs> Go see Get Out, but don't watch any of the fucking trailers online because yeah, the trailers literally, the trailers ruin literally everything about the film. So don't watch the fucking trailer. Oh, I watched the trailer tell you after I watched the film. No, it's, don't. Gareth, it's it's basically. 
definitely a, a film Gareth loves about what how anyone would be welcomed into Gareth's home. <laughs> I will watch it, Don, because I respect your opinion over Gareth's. Watch it. Don't don't watch any trailers at all because I watched the trailer after I'd seen the film and I was like, if I'd have fucking seen that before <laughs> the film, I'd have fucking punched someone. It's fucking ridiculous. And then said, get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's it. But um, I think, I don't know if anyone else is feeling this, but it's just, the gaming's, gaming's weird. It's, it's almost as if, I don't know, I can't comprehend it. There's something happening. And I don't know what it is. Is it just well, me? too. No, there's something, like, there's something. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I can almost feel it in my skin. It's like I'm playing games and I can just sense that there's something else coming. And I don't mean that in a sort of religious way. I just mean there's got to be something more because... You know, I play a few games and then I'm like, oh, look, this game's been remastered. This is brilliant. I'll play it and have a really good time. Like Bulletstorm or or whatever, or I'll get Skyrim or Devil May Cry. And it's just, oh, God. I think I need to get, like, I need to go really left field and just start playing hentai games or something. <laughs> Because I think we've really just reached a plateau at the moment. I don't know if anyone else feels that. No, because Destiny 2's coming, and I'm going, yes. Yeah, but it'll just be Destiny 1. But it'll be literally Destiny 2, though. So. Yeah, Shadow of Mordor sequel's coming out soonish. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for it. Don't get me wrong. Sonic Mania is coming out. I'm quite excited about that because I'm like a real Sonic boy. Um, <laughs> when I was younger, I used to read Sonic the comic. That was comic excellent. the Hedgehog. Yeah, Sonic the comic. It was a comic that I used to get from Tesco's when I was a good boy. <laughs> and uh, my mum and dad would, would get it for me. But like I say, only if I'm good. My kids, they seem to get things even when they're not good. And that's the problem with coming from a broken family, is that mummy will always be the good guy. And then daddy's got to be like, oh, no, you can't get that, because you don't, oh, I'll ask mummy then. You know, so remember that, Gareth, okay. before you sow your seeds. Cheers, mate. Uh, I think that's what I've been playing. Uh, still still on, uh, like, Nair Automata and things like that. Oh, yeah. Fucking... What a lovely game that is. Man, I'll tell you what, the last game that actually did anything for me was Final Fantasy. Okay. That game's incredible. Was that last year? Yeah. Or earlier this year? We... I think it was earlier this year, actually. But fuck me, that game's incredible. And there's still people out there, like me, that are like, Ooh! and they haven't even played it. And it's like only 20 quid now. Go and get it. If you're like me and you're bored, go and get it. And oh, it's a fucking brilliant game. Did they release that DLC that finishes the story? I don't think so. I don't even know 
did they say that that was a thing that was coming or was it just you demanding it no they they said because there's a bit apparently in the game where it only really makes sense if you watch that Kingsclave film which no fucker yeah. did so they're like oh right. we'll add some stuff in later in the year for free DLC I don't know yeah I don't know if it adds because I'm, I'm not but I've got some I'm a, I don't have many friends on PSN I think I've got two free friends but there's this guy that just consistently plays Final Fantasy and he's been doing it since it came out and I'm just wondering if he's dead or if there's something that <laughs> you know he's he's found a way of getting deeper into it and actually found out what's going on in life you should message him yeah I'm afraid though but <laughs> what I don't know I think we're all afraid to a certain extent aren't we that's deep thank you that's what she said <laughs> Are you excited for that Final Fantasy fishing game that's coming out for VR? No, not no. Oh. Oh. I see. That's the thing, and that's the problem. It's not like it's a real fan. Do you get it? Real. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for just spelling out the subtlety of my joke. <laughs> no, because you didn't even think of that as a pun. It was only when I said it that you were like, "Oh yeah, maybe I can make it out, make it sound like it was a pun." I set myself up. I'm not proud of it. I set myself up for the pun. But. Oh. It's sorry. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Don't, don't you worry about it, son. Alright. Well, Don, you're going to go and have a bit of dinner now, aren't you? Uh, once I've uh, finished this nightfall in Destiny, yeah. You're still playing Destiny? Oh, my God. But presumably you've done everything. Oh, yeah, of course. But there's the, the, just there's some little bits and pieces, like there's some treasure boxes that you get every week. And so I just go and collect all the treasure boxes each week. And once just I've done that, crack at it. <laughs> and once I've done that, I uh, I go and I'll, I'll probably play, you know, some Drive Club or, or whatever. What is your uh, playtime on Destiny now? It's approaching a hundred days. No, it isn't. It's approaching a hundred actual twenty-four hours. Yeah, it was ninety days several months ago the last time I did a proper check so it's got to be approaching 100 days now 90 no three full months of just solid playtime in Destiny yep but that's got to be like up there in, in the world surely uh, well, well other than YouTubers it's probably up there yeah Gareth that's weird isn't it oh yeah <clears throat> weird some people have got hundreds and hundreds of hours on skyrim or whatever oh yeah hundreds of hours like 140 <laughs> hours or 100 no, hours. no there's people who've played thousands of hours in skyrim because you, you because you can you can't literally <laughs> what you're doing now yeah is bottom of the barrel you're just scraping <laughs> the sludge out oh, look i like doing it i like playing i know we know you do <laughs> What's if I like doing something, I should just keep doing it. Keeps me off the streets, keeps me out of trouble. Because all that trouble I would be in otherwise. And your relationship's <laughs> fine? Oh, more or less, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, Rosie's not here now, she's at her mum's. But otherwise, you know, we're fine. If you do that I last reckon. nightfall, I'm going to my mum's. Yeah. <laughs> and he just thinks everything's fine. <laughs> Yeah, everything is going extremely well. We're all we're all fine. Everything's fine. Well done, Don. Well done. Thanks. Well done to you as well, Gareth. Thanks, Rob.
Um, and I'll see you guys next week, maybe. Maybe we'll have Dave on as well. Maybe we'll have a foursome. Will he be married by then? Yeah, it'll be Miss Ellery. Oh. <laughs> Bless her. But until then, keep yourselves Bye. out of trouble like Don. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you, thank you, Gareth. Farewell. I really enjoyed that.